gentlemen, welcome to the Awesome Cast number 97, live here in Pittsburgh, PA. I'm Mike Sorg, that's who I am. No, that's Chachi, that's who <laughs> I am. Hey, Hi. I'm you not you. Uh, You're not me. With me, as usual, is Rob De La Creta. How you doing tonight? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the low-key version of the show. Yeah, yeah. Good. I'm it's, good. I, uh, it's better than the pre-show version. Sure. The pre-show is very musical. I hope... Were you recording any of that? Uh, I was recording a bit of it. All right, that's maybe good. We'll uh, put, maybe we'll put that on after. Yeah, I'm good. I uh, I tore down Teeny Harris this week. Yeah. That thing came down. Taking it down? Taking it down. You know, with creative installations and stuff, it's kind of funny and kind of sad and depressing at the same time. Because, you know, it takes, like, years to plan and months to facilitate and weeks to put together. And then the whole thing goes from fully built to looking like it never happened in all of two hours. Mm. Yeah. And you just ask why. And you just ask why, and then you rinse, repeat, and do it all over again, which is why I'm here. And that's why you get paid, and that's why you have a job. Yeah, well, you know. It's the man. The man keeping me down and up and then down again. And then also over on the couch is Chachi of Insert to Begin to Insert Point to Begin to... What, 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 what? what? I'm reading my book. <laughs> Insert to Begin.com. Oh, shut up, Rob. <laughs> what book are you reading there for the audio... Listeners, Monster Haiku. Oh, I'm on my favorite page. Which page is that? Banana Sheriff. Banana Sheriff, or what does it say? It says, "Evening, there, Sheriff. You know how this has to go. Time for you to split." Get it? He's a banana, and and you can't see it. You gotta bring the page. You're you're really mellow. I don't know if it's because of the haikus or it's because of the Zen Garden that you've been. uh, uh, The 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 sheriff is a uh, is a Sunday. Or not the sheriff, the the bad guy. He's a he's a little Sunday with a cherry on top. Tell us about this Zen garden you got going on here. <laughs> so I have a bonsai tree, and I got a Zen garden to go with it. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I did was put a stormtrooper in my Zen garden because when I picture stormtroopers, I picture them searching the desert looking for droids. And I figured this is kind of like their punishment. They fail to find the droids, so they end up in a Zen garden guarding a bonsai tree from Ewoks. Because everyone knows those damn Ewoks will take over a tree like that. Wow. What? It's, <laughs> it's true. Your thoughts on that? DJ Sauce and the Vox Will Rutherford of the Wrestling Mayhem Show in Monster High Q. Wow, Justin TV can kiss my A. What? So Justin wow. we're having some issues. Okay, we're having some issues tonight. No, it just tried to redirect me to Reddit. What? It said, I, hey, now, don't do that. Go play here instead. Uh, Anyways. I think, you, I think you've been hacked, Chachi. It's not much. Yeah. Chachi. Is it because you're running Linux over there? You're running Linux. I am running Linux over there. It's not going Over well. there, over here. It's not going well. Uh, uh, LB, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Yes, I am. I am Will Rutherford of MonsterHaiku.org, and I'm also DJ Lunchbox of uh, the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Now, you're, you're just, uh, I just received my book yesterday as Chachi is reading his copy over there, which is not in the shot. Yes. Uh, he's, he's not in. He doesn't care. He's depth. Oh, there it is. There <laughs> it's, it is. It's, in, it's engrossing. It's an engrossing product. Um, as I, uh, yeah. Excellent. It'll draw you, it'll suck you in. There's a lot of layers, uh, like an onion, make you cry like an onion. But with Maybe words. like a parfait. But with words, like a parfait, yeah. Well, we all got our copies, and I got to say, you know, I, I got to give a lot of credit to the packaging, uh, the opening it up, and there was the uh, Here Be Monsters label that was around the, the, uh, the wrapping. Was fun. The belly band. Yeah, we uh, we had a belly band on it. Um, all credit for that goes to uh, Josh and Rachel Sager. They um, they came up with those ideas and worked on the packaging and everything like that. And pins. Um, you, get, you got pins. You did, in fact, get pins. Uh, I don't think I have any of mine with me right now. The magnets. Mm. Uh, now, this isn't the end for you guys uh, for the Monster Haiku. Uh, you got something coming up this weekend. 
That's correct. Uh, on April 13th, that's this Friday in um, beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in uh, Lawrenceville, there we have a show at Wild Card. Um, it's uh, it's kind of a gallery show. Rachel's going to be selling a lot of her art. I'm uh, There's haiku coupled with it that I have written. And uh, we're also selling books. But the books, my friends, are in such limited supply. Um there is just a few. So many of them have been spoken for already. Um, it's a first, cur- first come, first serve basis. So uh, get there early and get there often and uh, bring a lot of money because it's all for good cause. Yes. Everything goes to uh, the March Dimes. I have 119 of 133. Nice. So mm-hmm. even though I was one of the first people to order, I don't understand how that worked. Yeah, my mom was upset about that too because uh, she she wanted uh, book number forty eight, but uh, we didn't take that into account. I got eleven. So, get eleven. What so the I got hell? Number, I got number eleven. Seriously, I was one of the first people to order. Mm-hmm. So was I. The link went live at five o'clock. I ordered at seven o'clock. Your last you name also prob- starts with a W. I don't know if that what's matters. that. Your last name also you starts should. with a W. I don't know if that matters. I have a problem with that. Yes, you guys should probably trade. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I like my eleven. Nope. I like my eleven. <laughs> Sorg's a dick. I like my eleven. Could be Those Anthony uh, Sorg and, and <laughs> Michael Walker. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. Yeah, um, <laughs> anyway, as you stumbled, you stumbled on this mess. Uh, tonight is the awesome cast. Uh, we're here. Live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on live.sorgatronmedia.com. Although, if you're having trouble with that in the chat room, like some of us are tonight, something's going on with Justin TV. Just click the link right through the Justin TV, and you should end up in the same chat room. Uh, we're also testing out. There were some people here before, uh, but we have opened up the uh, Google Hangout during the show. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do anything with this, but we're going to be experimenting more first on the uh, Wrestling Mayhem show. Maybe we'll bring that over to Awesome Cast and open up some discussion. It's just another, another way for you guys to participate in the show or check out the show or view the show in a different way and and you get to get your face uh above rob over here uh and 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 there you go uh you have to be uh circled by us though because uh we've played with the hangouts before and we know if you leave them open you get naughty naughty things in your hangout uh and we don't need to imagine us yeah, we saw some interesting things when we were doing the Monday night hangouts in Raw. So, so we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> um, oh, first A-cast. Of, I, I like I like when you guys call it Acast. I think you should call it that from now on. Just to call it the Acast. That it's, should be the official title because it makes just, people wonder what is it's it just a cast. for. It's just it's just another A-ca- cast. Another cast. Acast. It's Acast. Let's get as generic as possible. That's going to be that'll completely help us people find us. Cast, and then we can cast, start a whole network: B cast, C cast. There you go. There you go. And you cancel like one that Sue Grafton lady in her books. The what? That Sue Grafton lady in her books. Dial M for murder. Dial D for dog face. Wow. She's on like S now. Hey, I didn't make this up. That's one way to do it. Um, well, let's get right to it. Well, first, we had a little bit of feedback this week. Uh, if you recall, we had a, a call out to you guys to give us an email to let us know that you were alive out there. We did get an email. Uh, AJ, good friend of the show, uh, uh, sent me an email entitled hashtag AC96. Hi. <laughs> wow. Uh, so there you go. There's somebody alive out there. Uh, other than that. <laughs> but uh, if you guys want to contact us, we're at contact at awesomecast.com or Twitter is at awesomecast. We're on Google Plus. We're on Facebook and all that stuff. Um, hey, uh, hey, hey, guys. Hey. You are now talking to the proud owner of insert2begin.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad somebody grabbed it. I'm, I'm surprised that's not a, a, a thing already. You mean you're surprised it's not a porn site? Yes, that's exactly what I meant. Vaginas. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone would have bought that already and turned it into a porn site. Exactly. So, you know, now I've got a <laughs> apparently going to start a porn site. I guess I'll see how that goes. And, wow. and it's already got, like, I can already, there's, wait, did you did you set this up already? Because it's, it's already got, like, a CGI bin on it. Yeah, I already did that. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was quick. Um, we'll see where Good that goes. The internet. Thank you, Internet. Um, 
Well, let's get right into it. The big story this week, um, Instagram, again. Yep. Yay. The Billy, venomous, dollars. The, another reason for the venomous hate of filtered images to continue. Rob, what the hell is going on here? All right. So, um, the, well, the big thing about this story really is that, <clears throat> so pretty much all of the features that Facebook has come out with, for the most part, give and take, uh, have been acquisitions. They haven't been like developed in house. They've been acquired and then sort of worked into the platform. Uh, and there have been plenty of acquisitions that haven't really gone anywhere. It's just so much as, uh, things become like really close to Facebook's business model. So what better way to keep five people from annoying you than giving them lots of money and then telling them what to do? Uh, but with Instagram, it was a little different because it was one billion with a B, uh, in, uh, everybody's saying it's a billion dollars in cash, which is false, uh, which also has a big deal to do with why it's a billion dollars. This is one of the first acquisitions they had in which they could use money and stock. So it's largely stock, which means it's pretend money. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's contractual things to keep it from com- becoming like legitimate cash immediately. Uh, so it was a billion dollars in uh, cash and stock. And now Facebook, uh, pending uh, union approval, I believe, is uh, owner of Instagram. And people are leaving in uh, relatively small, annoying numbers. Yeah. Okay. So, so first of all, the, the first things I hear is great. Now we're going to have filters all over Facebook, which, don't you, which you already do because it's integrated. Uh, but I guess the big thing is all of the people that already left Facebook because they're concerned about what Facebook does with their privacy. Ch- Chachi's already what the helling. Um, Chachi's bored with this conversation. No, no. <laughs> it, it. It's those people. It added to the whole hipster thing of of Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, iPhone people got even more pissed off when this happened. Okay. Because that, first because first it was Android users that were screwing up their Instagram. Oh, unclean and, Android yeah, users. And, and, and now it's Facebook. Well, I was when, Facebook heathens. I My mother I can use Instagram. Two different, two different evils at play here. So Android users <laughs> are screwing up the Instagram because Android users are Android users. Um, which which doesn't really amount to anything. You realize that when I say that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. I, I don't hold it against you anymore. Just making sure we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Facebook ruining the Instagram and a lot of people leaving is a lot of people saying like, oh, well... You know, I don't want to use Facebook because they steal my information, but now Facebook owns Instagram, so I'm going to assume that all the information collected by Instagram and all of the photos is now property of Facebook, which it technically may possibly will be, depending on the terms of service changes at Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm angry and I hate everything and we're going to go back under my rock. They're, they're, they're concerned that, that all those photos they took, you know, with Instagram, trusting Using Instagram. Se- what is, what's that filter called? What's that? Using the lo-fi uh, filter. Sepia. Uh, sepia. Yeah. All your sepia photos. Sepia. And now, sepia. And now, okay. and now they're all going to be integrated against your will because you didn't sign on for this uh, yeah. in the Facebook. And they're going to do their face matching. And you're like, yeah. oh, man. So so as yeah. you know, as as the one who always tells you that you're doing it wrong, here is your guide to dealing with <laughs> Facebook buying Instagram. Okay. 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 Listen Step up. Step one. All yeah. right. Step yeah. one. Um, calm down. All right. I know you're crying. I know you've tried to call your mom at least six times and she's not picking up anymore because she's sick of it. Seven. 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 She doesn't oh. even know what Instagram is. That's rough. So, so just calm down. Uh, step two, if you care about what happens to your photos, if like Facebook might pull the plug on Instagram, as we've seen with some startups before, you want to go to uh, instaport.me, which is a service that will let you pull all of your photos from Instagram and stick them in a zip file so you can keep them and not worry about Instagram disappearing and all of your photos disappearing with it. There you go. Right? Now you can keep all those photos that are... Right. Questionable step uh, step three. So you uh, you're thinking about you know well I could shut down my Instagram account because it's terrible, or I could continue using Instagram. Well, here's the pro tip: nothing's actually happened yet. No, the deal hasn't actually gone through yet. It is pending approval. So there's part of your problem. The other part of your problem is we don't know if this is just sort of a 
is they will operate independently under the umbrella of Instagram, or if Instagram will be rolled into Facebook. Actually, uh, Mark Zuckerberg already announced that it would operate as an as its own entity, okay. which could change any well, minute. Right, but as yeah. as of as of the deal going through, right. The idea is that yeah. they will operate as an individual entity, but. What you should do as an adult, because really you shouldn't be using the internet if you're not an adult. And read the terms of service. And read the terms of service. And whenever the uh, whenever Instagram or Facebook changes those terms of service, you need to read them again. Or find somebody smart to have them figure it out and tell you what it actually means. Because I will tell you that in the past, uh, Facebook has had terms of service that say any photo that you post to Facebook is now property of Facebook to do with as they please. This has sort of changed, and it's not so much the truth anymore. But it's something you need to be aware of. So, to sum up, protect your photos, be an adult, read the terms of service, and then just go ahead and apply this to your whole internet existence so I don't have to yell at you again. <laughs> Jeez. You're angry every week. Idiots. There's so many reasons to, <laughs> you know. <laughs> just trying to make life better for oh, you. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, can we revisit a story from last week? Are we done with Instagram? I, I would say after Rob's rant, we're pretty much Most done. Most likely, yes. We're okay. pretty much done with... I think we're done. But yeah, instaport.me. Seriously, download your photos. They might disappear. But um, to revisit a story from last week, uh, OMG Pop was bought by Zanga. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, what the part we covered last week was the fact that the CEO of Zang- of uh, OMG Pop blasted one of the programmers because he left to go do his own thing, and everyone was up in arms about it because he was a-hole, and yeah. everybody was angry because he spoke his mind on Twitter and then took it back like everyone else Cause, does. Because nobody ever does that. Yeah. Um, I would just like to uh, point out the fact, and this is recently released news, that uh, he... Uh, Maybe the guy lost his temper a little bit, but he was kind enough to rehire all of the people the company laid off prior to Zenga buying them. Mm. <clears throat> uh, what? So they were in bad shape. Yeah. Like they were seriously about to go bankrupt and closed. Closed. Yeah. Well, they laid people off. As companies was this, do. Was this pre? Was this pre-draw something or post-draw something? This was. Uh, Are you sure this wasn't? Because um, I know when, as part of the acquisition, what they do is they they terminate re- everybody's contracts and then hire them back under new contracts under Zynga. Right. Yeah. That's well, that's oh, just how that's a business. That's, that's deal. just that's, that's just like the same thing might be happening with Instagram right now. No. What happened was the CEO laid people off because mm-hmm. they couldn't afford to pay them. Oh, so he went back and rehired those people. Yes. Oh, okay. So you may call him an a-hole because he said some things on Twitter, which everyone does. Mm-hmm. But deep down, he uh, he rehired a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like we <clears throat> like we said last week, like this is obviously a personal gripe that shouldn't have been made public, and realistically, you know, it should have no effect on whether or not you use the app. Right. I just wanted to uh, point this out in his defense. Okay. Because, I mean, really, who hasn't let a rant on Twitter go? I know I have. <laughs> exactly. All Sorry, right. carry on with carry the show. Carry on, carry it on. All right, what else we got here, guys? Um, LB, you had one that you uh, you uh, sent to us early, uh, mid-last week. Try to figure out where my Yes, I did. So uh, you tell, yes, tell us I about did. this one. Um, I would love to, just as soon as I get the notes for it up. Okay. <laughs> Can you fill for me? I will fill for you. Um, the title, uh, this one's about, uh, and actually, Chachi, you saw a little bit of this earlier on uh, SourceFed. Right. About nanostars kill cancer without ever penetrating so, a cell. So these these nanobots, mm-hmm. uh, they go in. Mm-hmm. Nanostars. Yeah. They're, well, they're bots, all right? Let's let's break that nanostars. down. They're, they're putting robots inside of you, all right? Robots are going in you. Robots are going in you. And these robots have the intelligence enough uh, programmed into them to point out certain shaped cells. Mm-hmm. Now, these cells contain cancer. And these robot robots go in. I like the word robots because they're <laughs> little robots. 
But these robots go in and they identify these, these certain shaped cells that are infected with cancer and it blasts the cancer out of these cells. Like it eradicates them all. Therefore, curing cancer. And it's to the point where they've started human, human testing on this. Nice. Not wide scale, but uh, the only thing they, they found so far is uh, minor irritation. So you got a lot of angry, semi-angry people running around the office. Also, mindless mechanical slavery and uh, constant regeneration of cells. Right. And uh, the Justice League. <laughs> the Justice League? <laughs> they have to come in. Yeah. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So uh, what's the... What's yeah, that the- pretty much covers it. That pretty much covers it. And uh, it's covered just as I brought up the uh, credits, or the... Notes. So. Sorry. <laughs> Good stuff. It's all, no, it's all right. That that's true. That covers it. I think it's um, but I, I think it's uh absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah. As uh, as they put it, our drug our uh our drug loaded gold nanostars are tiny hitchhikers. They are attracted to a protein on the cancer cell surface that conveniently shuttles the nanostars to the cell's nucleus. Then. When the nucleus is doorstop, the nanostars release the drug, which continues into the nucleus to do its work. So they are absolutely destroying them from the inside out. <laughs> uh, but uh, Sonic is asking if the robots become self-aware with lasers. God, I hope not. They absolutely do. It's like having a million tiny little datas in your bloodstream. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on top of that, they, they said that if the trials continue to go as well as they're going... They're looking at large-scale human testing, which I'm not quite sure what they consider large-scale or what they consider small-scale, honestly. But uh, they're looking for a public release uh, in hospitals by 2020. So this is actually rather close. Mm. Hmm. I can only <laughs> speculate as to how expensive it'll be. That's okay. It'll all be subsidized by free health care or something. You know, <laughs> uh, no. You all of the, all of the little robots will have uh, Microsoft advertisements on them. Oh, there you go. Or there you go. or little oh, no. or I little cure cancer, but now all I see is a blue screen. Or little uh, Apple logos, depending on who's willing to pay more. Mm. Awesome. This awesome. cancer cure is brought to you by Apple. IOS 22. Speaking speaking of things that could get in your way, have you guys seen this uh, the, the Google Glass stuff? I know I didn't put it in the yep. notes, but yep, yep, yep. Um, so, uh, the, the, Rob, you've been following this. This, this <coughs> seems right up your alley. Oh, you all right there? Okay, I've got a thing in my throat. He yeah, probably already has one. You need some nanobot. <laughs> I'm wearing my Google goggles right now. No, uh, actually, uh, I was um, pretty up-to-date on the Google Goggles. So, for anybody out-of-date on the Google Goggles, uh, the thing, I think, I'm sure plenty of movies, sci-fi movies and stuff have had this sort of element to it. It's basically the idea of you wear a set of goggles or some sort of heads-up device that gives you a heads-up display that interacts with the world around you. So there's a video, uh, for instance, that sort of demos the idea, the concept of Google Goggles, where the guy's walking around, and he's... uh, you know, he's like brushing his teeth or something, and then a little reminder pops up, but in his glasses. Like, he just woke up, puts on his glasses, and this little thing pops up in the top right that says, you know, hey, there's a thing you have to go to. And then he can just speak commands to it and say, remind me to buy tickets for this concert because he sees a thing. Or he wants to take a picture of something he sees, and he says, take a picture of this. And then he somehow frames the photo using, like, moving his head, and then snaps a photo he accepts a phone call, and um, there's also, obviously because there's a camera in it, uh, he can see whoever's making the phone call, if they're using, say, like an eyesight camera or something, and whoever is receiving his phone call can see what he sees if he wants it to happen like that. So this whole like integrated life system type thing, basically uh, an iPhone or uh, an Android device or something, built into a set of glasses. So this is all really cool. <laughs> except for it's one of those technologies that, like, this is great, except none of the things that it needs to work that good exist yet. <laughs> like, we're just so, you know, voice recognition to start with. We all know how long we've been fumbling with voice recognition, and just this year, we're seeing, like, sure, Dragon Dictate has been around for a while. 
But as far as seeing mass implementation of voice dictation and recognition commands in a mobile device happened a few months ago. And this is a tech, like the Google Glasses thing is based fully on the idea that you're going to say, hey, take a picture of this. And your Google Glasses aren't going to say, all I can think of is expletives, so I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um, so there's that. There's also, you know, the, my favorite part of it, of the video, if you watch the video, which we should put in the show notes or something. Uh, it's actually, uh, most of it's on a, uh, a Google Glass, uh, Google Plus page. Okay, so. yeah. Um, at the at part of the video, so he's going to meet his friend at this food truck, and his friend's like, hey, come on. So he's standing at the food truck, and he says, hey, wait a minute. You see him look away for a second and check in. So let me let me, let me me pull a Tim Allen here and back the truck up a second. So we have this fully integrated set of goggles, right? Knows where you are at all times, right? Knows what time it is, knows your appointments. It's basically a phone in your pocket. You're going to stop what you're doing to check in, but I thought the point of Google Goggles was that you didn't have to stop what you're doing to do that. That was completely integrated, yeah. That it was completely integrated. It should be more like, you know, a little thing comes. Like, there's so many usability and and built-in problems with this that are very silly. silly. That demonstrate the fact that this is not something you're going to get this year or next year, probably even the year after that. This is like a five-year-out kind of technology, and even like as far as prototyping goes... This is a concept and not an actual thing that exists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving the uh, the parodies are popping up uh, so far. People are just running into stuff. And uh, there's this one. Uh, let's see if I can pull back up here. Here it is. Um, here, we'll pull this up. Like, he's walking along. I think he runs into the pole and stuff. Yeah, there you go. And... Uh, yeah, you got, you got ads pop up, and you run into people, you know. Uh, <laughs> let's see, a please request access, or access your data. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean that's that's kind of because you got to look at it, like what, what's why why do you have a Google phone? Because uh, they're going to put ads on it, right? And uh, they, you know, and that's how they're going to subsidize this problem. But um, man, you, you remember when remember when like Windows Phone was their big advertisement was you weren't looking down at the phone. Yeah. Like, isn't this a bigger problem? <laughs> <laughs> this is looking at your phone all the time. Yeah, there's, it's, it's a, a parfait, if you will, of horrible, horrible, repetitive problems, which is just, like, the idea is something that it has a lot of potential. But basically what Google has done here, not to their discredit, I mean, it's cool, and it's certainly something that I want somebody to be working on. But they've taken all of the stupid stuff that we've seen in sci-fi, and they've made it. Like, they didn't change it. They have just took that thing and said, oh, now it's a thing. It was so in that, a movie. Yeah, it was in a movie. Yeah. They didn't adjust for, for real life. Yeah. Right. Which is why, you know, we always like, for me, when we do um, interactive touchscreen devices, the thing that we're always looking for is the minority report device. The problem with the minority report device is that you have to wear a glove, which is why we never ask everybody to wear a glove because it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it creates an awkward experience. So. Uh, LB, what do you. Okay. How long? What, how long until uh, uh, Wesley Crusher and Ashley Judd have to save everyone from their Google goggles? <laughs> and while I'm making jokes from the '90s, uh, does it uh, list everybody's power level? Is uh, it over man, nine? Totally sure. Well, what it would do, what it could do for athletes. Here's a good example. Uh, it could let, you could have like your heart rate and all of your vitals in your glasses to help you train better. There you go. Yeah. See. Like, there's certainly uh, some, applications for it. That's probably another, the easiest thing you that can confuses do. me. I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't know. You're kind of wrapped up at the same time. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> go um, ahead, Tyler. Something else that I wonder about is, like, how are they, what kind of technology is going to be in there, in there to adjust for, you know, what you focus on? I mean, obviously, it's not going to be right on the glass in front of your face. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you if you wear glasses, try and focus on the frame without getting a headache. It's not the easiest thing in the world. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, even just if um, if you're familiar with the way that a camera focuses, and you try and adapt that focus to the objects around you, so you like you look at you know, say you're holding a pencil in front of your face, and you try and do a zoom in, zoom out, and you try and focus on the pencil, and then on the thing behind it. 
and then come back to the pencil, slowly your eyes will start to feel numb and like they're on fire because they're not really built to do that in such a controlled way. But what would make a lot of sense with this, uh, something we mentioned probably like 50 episodes ago, um, there is, I know at least there's a TED Talk, and this is also a, a really readily available technology at this point, there are cerebral monitoring devices that are no longer incredibly complicated. You're no longer shaving your head. You're not putting patches on your skull and stuff. And they allow you to do things like control a three-dimensional space using just your mind. Picks up on brain waves, takes a, a baseline of what your brain is doing when it's not trying to focus on a certain thing, and then adapts itself so you can imagine something and use that imagination to control the interface in front of you. So a combination of Google Goggles, which is basically probably an Android phone on your glasses, and that thing makes a lot of sense. Hmm. But they don't quite exist in that form yet, and they won't for a long time. What I want to know is if I can get these in prescription. Ooh, yeah, is this <laughs> another thing I have to point on top, like, like why 3D glasses don't work? The other direction you could take this in is, so right now, all the hipsters wear non-prescription glasses to look cool. <laughs> Right? This is going to make that worse. But but my glasses are hipster-ish. But functional. But, but functional. I need them. I'm a hipster of hipsters I'm because a- I did this before it was cool. <laughs> I need my glasses. Well, luckily, like, from the models they're showing, it looks like it could potentially go above your glasses. But it still would be awkward. I don't know. Yeah, it could be a little bar, could be a band, could be yeah. like a full Jordy LaForge unit, you know. Oh, we could be all be Jordy. There you go. I would I would rock a Jordy LaForge uh, hairband, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> hairband. Banana clip. Excellent. Banana clip, yeah. Excellent. Hey, uh, LB, this is one I think is probably a, a bit up your alley. Um, I, I was reading this article over on uh, panelsonpages.com. Uh, where I usually get my pop culture and uh, and uh, comic book news, see what's going on over there. So they they just did this. Uh, for those who don't know, they just did the Avengers versus X Men. Like number one just came out. Like I don't know this week, last week, something like that. But they're doing a lot of interesting digital things with this. Um, uh, this article goes into first. There was the uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, the augmented reality apps that you can get with your phone and. And it's, you know, you, you have that little spot on, or what, however they do it in the comic book, and, you know, on your phone, like, Iron Man pops out in 3D, you know. Uh, like, you know, they, 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 there was a video going around where they demoed this at a, at a recent con. I'll see if I can pull that up real quick. Um, but there's also, uh, they're starting a new line called Infinity Comics here, uh, which are apparently developed for the, you know, viewing on iPhones, iPads, etc., now, like to the point where usually you, when you were going through something like with Comixology, you were going like it would reveal panel to panel. This one, as as demonstrated in this picture, if you're on video, you can see this. Uh, you, you see you see the panel and the words popped up, and you know, and you see the you know looks like the the phoenix, the giant firebird in the, in the background is is you know kind of obfuscated, so you're focused on the guy in the front. The next frame, it actually focuses on the guy behind him. So it's more of a perspective thing going on here uh, it, that they're developing for this format, as opposed to like the page, the you know the the standard page first, and then trying to adapt that for a digital device. So it, it seems more. It's not like motion comic. That's good. So, motion comics are pretty yeah. Awful. Everybody's pretty pretty much sold on motion comics. Comics being the worst experiment ever as far as the comic book industry goes. And these guys were so big on it a couple years ago when I saw a Marvel panel. They're like, Bush Comics is where we're going to go to keep up with things. It's like, man, you wasted a lot of money on that. Um, yep. Uh, what do you think about this, LB? you think this is something that uh, that will get people more into the digital side of things? I think, I think it's definitely interesting. And um, if, if comic books... If classic books are any indication of comic books, then they absolutely will. More people are reading books on Kindle than ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, speak of the devil, I just finished the uh, the first Hunger Games book on my Kindle, my 3G Kindle here, and uh, I'm like halfway into the second one. But um, I, don't, I don't know. I think uh, I think it's a slightly different audience, the comic book audience, mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
people who collect comics are, I think, a little more fierce and protective about their collections than, um, than I don't want to speak for all of them, but a lot of people who read books, you know what I mean? They don't mind having a few hundred books on their Kindle. Whereas, you know, comic book guys are obsessed with their long boxes and it has to be in the right temperature and it has to have boards and everything. And that's what they, that's what they love. They love that just as much as they love the comics themselves. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think it's possible. I absolutely love reading, uh, reading comics on my, uh, on my iPhone and, uh, down the line on a, on a tablet whenever I decide to spend the money on it. Um, Personally, like having a little augmented reality thing. Oh, Iron Man popped out of the comic. That's great. That doesn't really. That's not going to appeal to me personally. Yeah, it yeah. might appeal to a younger reader, um, but uh, I don't know. I don't think it's going to make the big difference that they're hoping. Uh, but it is it is like adding to because uh, I think I think already they've announced most of the four dollar comics are Marvel are going to include digital copies, codes for digital copies that you can pick up. Uh, over on comics all now that that's cool that is smart because then you have your hardcore collectors they don't, they they buy two copies most of the time they buy one copy to read and one copy to put in a bag and sometimes they don't even buy the copy to read this will circumvent that completely they have their copy that goes right in the bag with the board never touch it again and they have the digital copy which they can enjoy that that is smart yeah yeah, and uh, it'll be interesting to see because I know we've seen a lot of digital comics, even at the Pittsburgh Comic Con, which will uh, Sorgatron Media will be there uh, in in uh, another week and a half, uh, April I think it's twentieth through twenty second. Uh, so hey, go check us out there, and uh, we'll be we'll be taking a look and see what's going on, and uh, and and see if that's gone down to like that level at least, you know? Because mm. um, I know now like, this this is Marvel doing it, right? This is Marvel. Yes, yes. I haven't seen DC do anything okay. to this extent. I know DC's oh. recent push has been when they relaunched everything about November with the new Fifty Two. Everything is dated. New, I think of the new Fifty Two. Like I'm Batman. not interested. <laughs> well, other than the new Fifty Two, but they released everything day and date on digital. So that was mm. the first step. Like because there was always a delay between the physical copy and and getting it digitally. And if you're just waiting for the digital, you had to wait, and you're kind of second class state uh, citizen. But like when like they revamped and did Superman number one, Batman number one, everything's been same day that it reaches mm. the stores so and i think it's i think it's really interesting because it's the first time that uh whenever marvel does something dc does something similar and vice versa you know uh oh the marvel killed captain america so dc killed batman you know what i yeah, mean yeah. they always have these story arcs that seem to parallel each other but this is the first time when a large story arc happens and like marvel didn't take the bait dc rebooted all their major stories and you know, wiped out their universe in a in a really you know more concrete way than they have in the past. And Marvel was like, mm, not interested. We're going to keep making money with the new X Men and Avengers yeah, and our yeah. movies. But, but you but you see them diverging on different paths too, as far as the digital side. It's, and, and it's interesting to see uh, which one's going to win in the long run. Because I know uh, the the addition of the digital comics to the, buying the physical copy was a test run they did with I think Avenging Spider Man was the title, like a, a new number one that they did. Um, mm-hmm. But apparently it did well that they're doing it with now with uh, a pretty much across the board, I guess. So, mm-hmm. but we'll see how that that turns out. It's really interesting to see what what comic books are doing to try to adapt uh, compared to everybody else. So they're they're still I think I think comic books still have the trending wheels on, and but but man, it, it opens up so much if I can just get it on my iPad, you know. And I think there's a lot of people mm-hmm. that feel the same. And 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 you mentioned the collectors and the board and box guys. The long box guys. I think that's a dying breed. I really think that is. The hardcore are always going to be coming out to the comic conventions and everything, but nobody, that market crashed for the most part. Unless you got something from about 30, 40 years ago, it's not worth anything. And I, I don't think there's as many people that do that. So. Hmm. But um, let's see what else is going on here. Uh, this was interesting. Um, I actually have relatives that work for this company. Procter & Gamble. Pan, uh, bans uh, Netflix and Pandora at work, according to Hacking Netflix, um, uh, citing uh, bandwidth concerns uh, for for uh, for this. And Pandora kind of surprises me because that's, that's got to be kind of low bandwidth in comparison, right? Nope. Nope? Nope. Is, no. Do you have this policy at your company, Josh? Kind of. Kind of? Kind of? I, um... 
certain employees have access to uh, to Netflix. On the whole, on the whole, what is the policy? Uh, Pandora's blocked, Netflix is not. Really? Yeah, not many people realize that Netflix isn't blocked. Okay. Because YouTube is blocked, so they just assume that it's blocked. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not many people try to So that's why it hasn't there. been blocked yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not no one realizes that it's not actively. But really, blocked. Pandora though is that's yep. really a bandwidth concern. Yep. Well, that's well. I guess if you do streaming it, media of all types, is, it's just it's still more consistent slamming on your servers, right? And you and you, you have a big firm, right? So yeah, it's all blocked. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I guess it's the first. I don't know why. Why then? Why does is Procter and Gamble probably like the biggest company that's done this that has made news like this? I guess. I uh, maybe this. I mean, those or maybe they're everything. the only maybe they're the only ones that release the fact that they blocked this stuff. Maybe, maybe everyone else is like, hey, no one cares. You, know, you know why you're talking about this right now? Why is that? Because first off, it's Mashable, and second of all, it's a slow, slow news week. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, figured it out. There you go. Well, that's why it's also nice to work at like a smaller company too, where that's not an issue. Yeah, I mean this this is the kind of stuff that like. I'm surprised that most large companies don't block or block something like this or, you know, whatever. They have a Barracuda system or something that monitors and blocks. I mean, even at uh, my little studio, we have software that keeps an eye on what certain people are looking at. So we know, like, oh, hey, that's cool. You didn't actually do any work last week. Hmm. Bet you thought we didn't know that. Oh. Yeah. There you go. That, that, that's kind of surprising for a smaller company, yeah. So, oh well. Uh, so, I don't know if you guys have heard, Google's going to be doing their own tablet? Like, I'm, I'm guessing, like, the Nexus uh, phones? Uh, they're partnering Whatever, with- I'm doing my own tablet. Everybody's doing You're it. Doing, everybody's doing- <laughs> those, were those going to be Sorgatron Media Tablet in a year? Hey, you can outsource it all, you know. I, you know, that could, yeah. that could you know... <laughs> I can, I can put Android on 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 you know a Tamagotchi from the '90s or something, and and there you go. I got my tablet, right? I mean, I'd buy that. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, the, the the news is uh, the the first Google tablet, first Google branded tablet, uh, is now expected in July due to a price cutting effort. Uh, I, I guess they're aiming for about a 250 price tag on this. Um, which you know, which is you know in line with what we've been seeing with Kindle, and I guess everybody else has been dropping down to it. Um, so, uh, what, what do you think of this? Google hands on with the tablet production. Do you think that's going to make any difference, Rob? Uh, no, it's going to suck and do the exact same thing that the Google TV did, which is flop. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But that was another one where they were kind of work, working with hardware partners, though, right? We've learned time and time again that Google is incapable of making hardware devices. Or leading or branding or doing anything with hardware. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, it's just another attempt. But I mean, I really, I hope they prove me wrong. I desperately hope they prove me wrong. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, at, at the, this, at, at the this, tides are against them. At this rate, it sounds like Windows is kind of, well... Impression wise, it seems like Windows might catch up at this point. Oh, absolutely! I mean, I had the I played with the the Windows mobile thingy on a tablet thingy at South by Southwest, and mm-hmm. I, I mean, honestly, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I know AJ has been he had he had a Windows phone for a week uh, and, uh, and and decided to return it because of the cracked screen and shipping. Uh, but I, I wanted to get some impressions with it from him for the show. But uh, talking with him last night, he's really impressed with how slick it is. I think. So, I mean, it, well, he had the tweet uh, earlier this weekend that was iOS is greater than Windows Phone is greater than Android. Mm. So, and it, usability, it's got to be. Well, there was a thing that I saw, may have been last week or the, year, or the week before, uh, some large statistics company, you know, statistics. Um, but one of the large firms, so they had a, uh, a list of the, the chart showing market share of uh, mobile operating systems. Windows Mobile is in the other category. Other. 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 As in, like, it's not actually specified. It says, like, Android. And then, uh, you know, uh, iOS is after Android because Android has a larger market share. Yeah. Then it had BlackBerry as a little, tiny, minuscule sliver. And then beyond that, an even smaller sliver, sliver was Other, which included Windows Mobile. Well, to be fair, it's new, you know. Uh, but... I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, Windows Windows Mobile has been around for uh, longer than iOS and Android combined. Yes, but but it, I mean, Windows Mobile went BlackBerry before BlackBerry did. You know, where where everybody just abandoned it because it was pure crap. Uh-huh. By the way, I did get an email this week that uh, uh, Windows Phone 6.5 Marketplace has been discontinued. <laughs> As a side note, uh, because well, uh, my, my Missy had a had. Uh, uh, what was it, the AT&T 8525? We got our hands on an uh, AT&T Tilt uh, a, a couple years ago that we, we set up to my mother-in-law before we got her an iPhone and saved her from that. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, and in the, in the same token, um, in the last week, I have no source for this, but I'm sure you can find it, um, the BlackBerry released an announcement and said they're going to stop trying to sell the consumers. What? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, they've been making what? this awkward run at the iPhone Android market yeah. that has failed miserably and cost them essentially the company as we know it. Like, yeah. they've been making so little money in such a stupid way that they basically they're going to roll completely back to be nothing but a corporate division. It makes sense, you know, go back to what you're good at, I guess. Um, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, would, there needs to be, you know, a phone for the Pentagon where they can lock it down if they want to. Yeah, But exactly. this is not a phone that the consumer wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, the only thing they're losing out to are programs like what Chachi's in where he can pick his own phone. Right. You know, which is, yeah, which we've talked about before on here is happening more and more often. Mm-hmm. So, Speaking of phones, this is an interesting one, and I know I thought... Wait, time up. Oh, wait, what's going on, Josh? Whoa, whoa. Oh, we have to go back. Okay. I was waiting yeah. for you guys to stop talking, and it didn't happen. Um, <laughs> we we have to backtrack to AJ. Okay. That far back. Okay. I've been waiting for a break. But you mean when he said hi? No, no, no. Uh, not that have, far back. Do you have a follow-up to the hi? No. <laughs> um, listen, I, I, I respect AJ's opinion. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Okay? But... When comparing Android special, okay, like helmet special, <laughs> yes, or no, I'm not kidding. Android is helmet special, okay. Um, it's okay. You, you have to find the right one, or you're just gonna assume that it's all crap. Yeah, there's yeah. so many varieties of hardware and software that chances are you're going to go out and you're going to pick up a phone, and it's going to be a crappy phone. Yeah, it's kind of like shopping for a PC. I, I like, I love my Android phone. You have the G2 T-Mobile. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But I've held other Android phones. Mm-hmm. They're horrible. And there's a lot of, like, low like low market ones. Yeah. You know, like, like, so, the, like the cricket ones, the, the cheap phones for exactly. you for like 25 bucks on AT&T. So you can't... And everybody has a different layer on top of it, too. Like, yes. like uh, what, Sense, I think, is one that Motorola does. Or, or I, I don't even know. So uh, with all, all due respect to his opinion, uh-huh. you can't say that iOS is greater than Windows Phone, is greater than Android. Mm-hmm. Because... I mean, you, you picked a bad example. Okay. It depends on your, and they're also, it's, it's an apple oranges scenario, like you're saying, because when you, um, it's all like completely different atmospheres, which is why it's yeah. really hard to compare the iPad to the other tablets, because you're not actually judging the tablet, you're judging a piece of hardware combined with a piece of software developed by two different companies. Right. When you talk about the iPad, you're talking about iOS on the iPad, and you're talking about the hardware device that we know is the iPad, which is very important to understand. When you talk about Android, it's a whole different business. And even when you talk about Windows Phone, it's a different business from these two as well. Um, does Microsoft make any hardware anymore? No. For, like, phones and stuff? Or they, no. No. Did they, they, make, they make keyboards and mouses. Yeah. Did they ever That's make a phone? I don't think they ever did. It was always, like, HTC. Like, but it would be, like, you know, before HTC was known... It would be branded like the Verizon such and such or the AT and T tilt, yeah, for instance. Sure. So, like, um, that's the closest thing I could think of it. But yeah, I don't think I yeah. don't think it ever goes. And now I wonder about the older Windows CE devices. Maybe, maybe. I don't, but I don't um, but yeah, I mean, like Chachi's saying, like it just doesn't make sense to make that comparison. I mean, I'm, I have a feeling that AJ wasn't necessarily getting this nerdy when he was making the greater than statement. Oh no, but um. Thank you. And it's I, a I lot realize. like it's a lot like when you try and make the PC versus. Mac, like, you know, the crux of the argument 
is like completely flawed because one is an entirely closed ecosystem where Apple makes the hardware, Apple makes the software, and then they make all the cool stuff that goes with it. And in Windows, it's literally you're going to walk into Best Buy and you're going to get a piece of hardware that's developed by one company that contains electronics from 15 different other companies and then slap on a piece of software made by a totally different company. You're going to have a varied experience from each device you go to in that category, whereas when you go to Apple, you're going to get a consistent experience no matter what device you pick up. Uh, a related note, uh, this has been an interesting story. Uh, it, the Nokia Lumia 900 came out over the weekend, um, which this was the big, they partnered with AT&T, they put all, all kinds of money into advertising this thing, I guess. Um, and and the big joke of it has been they released the thing on Sunday. Easter Sunday. <laughs> Apparently, uh, uh, some, some magazines or sites or blogs or whatever in New York City went around and tried to find some place to buy one. And uh, every message for an AT&T store says, sorry, we're closed. Would you like to buy an iPhone for us? <laughs> so that's been the big thing. But apparently people like the phone. It's a $100 Windows phone, which puts it in a you know better market than, like say, an iPhone 4S. But, um, but I guess it's been get going over pretty well, except for some connection problems, which I guess they're looking into right now. So I, I, this is our first look at Nokia, the big Nokia-Microsoft you know handshake deal. Over Windows Phone, you know, I, is, is this going to do it for them? Hmm. Not, not with plays like that. Nokia has been kind of out of the game for a while. Yeah, yeah. Last way they had was what was that? That twenty-four megapixel camera that still or a uh, phone camera, whatever that. Uh, yeah, the one that was more more a camera than a phone by a long shot. Still runs Symbian. Yeah, which Symbian. Is pretty much a dead operating system at this point, I believe. So, hmm. I don't know. Uh, you know, it, basically nobody else can do a release that actually gets attention except for Apple at this point. Good luck, you're another phone. You know, here's a new Windows phone. Great, there's a there's ten other ones I could choose from on the same carrier. Yeah, you know, it's a, a signal-to-noise ratio. When Apple comes out with a phone, because of that co closed atmosphere thing, like it gets a lot of stir and a lot of draw just because they have a consistent track record of making something cool. Yeah. Which is why, like, when Google says... We're going to come out with a tablet. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Let's talk about lunch instead because I'll probably be a lot more satisfied. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there's, there's no reason. And really, who's going to get excited about Nokia uh, other than tech journalists that are like gadget hounds and, and following stuff like this and know how much this means between a Microsoft Nokia thing? How many people are going to get excited from Nokia unless they remember their candy bar phone from about eight years ago that they had? Like, I know my dad had a track phone that was a Nokia. You know, yeah, we all had them. Parents, we all had the same ringtone. Know that Illumia exists, and like you know, kids in high school aren't going to care either. Which means you just lost most of your market. Maybe it'll win for being a throwback because Ooh. it's Nokia. Huh? No, it would, that would only work if they marketed it that way. Ah, you never know. And they won't because it's Nokia. Yeah, no. Apple, Apple. I mean, I don't want to take away. Apple does have. Um, Damn fine products, but they also have the best marketing out of uh, any uh, any of the other phone companies out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's all Apple and a close second for Google, and that's why they're a close second in the phone race. Definitely, uh, their advertising is strong. Lastly, uh, a report came out that says that Americans are top at using tablets and smartphones while watching TV. How many things with screens are in front of you when you're watching TV, guys? Um, well, I don't watch TV. I watch Netflix with my cell phone at my side. So, two. While you're at your computer? Well, I watch Netflix on my computer because I don't have a TV. So it's either like I'm watching Netflix on my computer or I'm watching Netflix on my iPad. And if I'm on my iPad, I'm not on my computer. Well, there you go. There you go. What about you, Will? Uh, I'm usually watching Netflix on my laptop while I'm playing a game on my television on my Xbox 360, and uh, I am never far away from my phone. There you go, Chach. I usually just have my phone. So, and you're you're twittering, you're you're doing all kinds of yeah. stuff. I, uh, I I I read this article as I sat there uh, with TV on uh, on my laptop, my iPad beside me, and my phone up watching for Twitter. But we're also, like, we're a terrible example. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, when I work, like, seriously, when I'm working, I'm <laughs> on my laptop, 
there might have something on Netflix for noise on my iPad sitting up by my my uh, my MacBook. If my MacBook is running something like File Cut or something that's like you know hogging a lot of resources on here because it's a two year old MacBook, I got my phone up so I can keep checking my email through the day. Yeah, let's not talk about me at work. <laughs> Considering <laughs> how many screens you have access to over there, I cannot even imagine. Like, I put an application, I put a web page on each screen just just because I can, probably. Yeah, I mean, I could I put would. a tab on each monitor if I wanted to. We didn't bring all of the monitors like back to the studio. They're in a warehouse. And I'm so disappointed because I wanted to put like four 55-inch monitors on my desk instead of just one. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. So, let us know, guys out there. What, what do you? Are you? Uh, I think this is everybody. If you, if you have a smartphone, it's in front of you, and you're yeah, doing, at the very least, doing whatever. I mean, yeah. it's like it's come down to like you know, kind of the Google thing. Like, who is that guy? Do we know him from somewhere? Well, let's see. IMDb gets popped up. You know, um, you know, I watch. I, I I hardly ever watch TV and just watch TV anymore. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which isn't that better because you're a little more stimulated. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's, I there's know. the question of overstimulation, but at the same time, like, the example you give of, like, I have a question about this show, and I'm going to, like, find out about it. It yeah. used to be, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, it might just be, like, a, a taste thing, like, what you're, what you feel like, whether you feel like just sort of unplugging and consuming content, or if you want to be nerdy about it and be like, oh, that guy looks familiar, he was in this other thing, and then you spend 10 minutes on IMDb, like, IMDb, like, learning more about this actor's career... And, you know, for the argument of, like, well, that's a waste of time. Well, maybe not, because I find out he's in this other movie that I want to watch, and so I go watch that movie, and I was essentially marketed to watch another movie by seeing something on TV, <laughs> looking it up on my phone, and finding it on Netflix. There you go. There you go. Instead well, it's like, you know, even, like, if I watch, like, I just watched the first episode of Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm trying to get into that, see what it's all about, since I've heard so much about it. And, and the first thing that happens when I get into a series like that on there or, or on Netflix or, or something like that is I bring up the Wikipedia page, you know, well, how long is this show? Do, you know, how many seasons do I have to expect to watch? Or is there th- new ones going on? Or something weird came up on Hulu. Where the heck did this show come from? And it turns out it's a Canadian show that I never heard of, you know, uh, and <laughs> Endgame, really good. Um, and there's only nine episodes on it and they might be coming back because they've been doing so good on Hulu, which is really cool. Um, <clears throat> but... Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, at least for our generation, I think that's kind of just opened up for a lot of people. Like, which, like I said, you're not just sitting there like a bump on a log, you know, watching TV, you know? Your brain's not shutting down, you know? You're you're maybe fractured a little bit and there's more noise, but I, I can't help to think that it's better for you this way. Yeah. At the same time, if I'm in a movie theater and you pull out your phone that's, like, set to full brightness to look something up... I will get up and punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah, you don't pay. Uh, you don't pay ten dollars a ticket to be to be doing three things at the same time. Yeah. So that's yeah. definitely when I like that's and it's totally inexperiencing. Like when I'm on my couch <laughs> and I see a thing, like yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. But when I'm in a movie theater, like I paid to be there for that experience and to unplug from the other things. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Rob, you're uh, disappearing into the darkness. Uh, so that must mean it's time to wrap up the show. Uh, do we have no lights in your house? There's, uh, you know, I realized like 20 minutes ago and I totally forgot, uh, that, here, let me, let me open a white window to help you out here. That, um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that, uh, it's probably really dark cause I'm looking at my laptop in this nice backlit LED world and it's pretty dark out. There. Well, it is five past eight, so. Well, Rob David Crater, you're at robjdlc.com. And also at inserttobegin.com. Hold on, I'm checking that. <laughs> Did you forward that already? Loose change at inserttobegin.com? Yeah, that's just, huh. you know, yeah. All right. I, I, I could have made it much more obscene, but I figure... <laughs> for yeah. the kids, for the kids that might for the be kids, in case I come up with something better to do with it. For the time being, I've got this email address, <laughs> <laughs> so you can email me at loose change at insert to begin dot com. Shashi's at insert coin to begin dot com. <laughs> uh, you're an a hole, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> you're an a hole. Uh. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's all he has to say. Will Rutherford, DJ Lunchbox, MonsterHaiku.org, uh, ThoughtfulRiot.com, 
all that kind yes. of stuff. WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Yes, that's a big one. I understand you've been reading to kids. Uh, no. What? No, that that's maybe down the line. Oh, uh, oh, I see. I see. We're we're in talks to to do a, a classroom reading where um, we'll we'll go in and we'll read the book um, to kids, and then uh, Rachel will teach them how to draw monsters, and I will teach them how to write haiku. Nice. I knew I heard something so, was coming up. So excellent. Yeah, that's down the line, though. Excellent, and of course, nothing set in stone. And thank you, thank you uh, for having uh, having me on the show to pimp the book. Remember, folks, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, swing by Wild Card in Lawrenceville, uh, April thirteenth, and uh, pick up your copy of Monster Haiku today. Wow, you still can. Yeah. That's like uh, it's like forty fourth and Butler, isn't it? That sounds right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have wrote. I totally wrote down the address for the show, but whatever. And I'm uh, Mike Sorg. I'm at Sorgatron.com for my bloggy blog. Check out everything else going on at SorgatronMedia.com. There's a new episode of Unsung coming up, where Chachi gets to hang out with Margaret Lemieux, that statue. Um, and a bunch of... Actually, there's a clip from Wrestling Mayhem Show on this week. Nice co-opting right there. Um, so go check that out. And, uh, of course, uh, we're over at awesomecast.com for all your past episodes in this episode in video and audio forms, uh, your mp3s, your whatevers. Uh, we're also on iTunes, Blip TV, YouTube. Subscribe to us, like us, uh, star us. Leave comments. Leave, uh, you know, comments and reviews and stuff. That always helps out. Let other people know that real people do listen to the show because I know you're out there. Even though AJ is the only one that emails us and there's a, there's a few of you in the chat room, I know there's more people out there because I run into you randomly at coffee clubs and stuff that's that's not what i expect but you're out there um so please let us know there's music the music's playing this out apparently uh contact at awesomecast.com twitter at awesomecast we're on google plus we're on facebook so go follow like or whatever that function is and uh and tell us how much you hate instagram because apparently that's the end thing right now uh that's it guys uh i'm sword and thank you our uh, awesome chat room that loves your blackberries um you've been our awesome audience have an awesome week porn behind us in the show i just blur out that block for the entire show mm-hmm. pornography <laughs> who likes porn pornography yeah and it's fun for you and me this is a very musical intro we're having here <laughs> oh you know oh yeah sometimes you just got to get your jam on oh hey there's the big thing that's not in the dock how about that instagram business dart uh oh wow stats is what that is not start hang on we'll hit play that's a good button to press we'll select a level so here's your instructions this is your life you die when it reaches zero this is a good demo this is a really tap on the enemy to fire i can see your eyesight light tap on the magazine to reload yeah when it shows zero or before so like real pro type pro tip type Thing. So then you try and play, which, like, doesn't work. All right, so I, like, ran out, and then I'll, I'll reload. And it says, LOL, thanks for reloading. It's really <laughs> terrible. And then you die, and that that's Game that's over, you mad? Yeah. That's the whole game. That's it. That's all it does. Did I don't you, think there's any more levels. Did you pay for that? No, it's free. That's good. Totally free, but they do try to like. There's like a thing that comes up that says, "Hey, donate for in 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 app purchase so we can make another app." Wow. Yeah. I'm uh, seriously, meme faces are the worst thing that's happened to the internet since fucking that. AOL discs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get angry. There is yeah. no. Uh, there's a worse game than that, and it's not for. IOS. I posted it on insertcointobegin.com. Mm-hmm. It's a flash game called Oh Shit. All it is is 
a flash version of the entire R. Kelly's trapped in a closet. <laughs> and every time he says, oh, shit, you have to click on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I am not kidding. So the app store has become Newgrounds. Uh, this isn't the app store. Oh, wait. This this is a flash game. Oh, this is a straight flash yeah. game? Yeah. Oh. oh. So it's really just back to Newgrounds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, this is Newgrounds. Gotcha. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. All right. I played it for five minutes. <laughs> and then I realized that I was actively listening to Trapped in the Closet. And, <laughs> and that's where you found out the trick was. Yes. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> they got it. <laughs> and they clicked on your face. <laughs> but the funny thing is, it's so poorly done that if you lose... It says, oh shit, you lost, and you have to refresh the entire webpage to start over. Oh. Hmm. Wow, that's a well-designed game. Yes. Maybe the person behind that will start making, like, uh, virtual reality goggles or something. Nice. Maybe they can get hired by Google. Oh, I forgot to mention, what was it, Larry Page, like, had the Google glasses, like, at a party or something? Yeah. I'm sorry, I bet that's important. Yeah, I mean, I guarantee they didn't fucking work, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Good show, guys. Good show, guys. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. What uh, what what show number is this? Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Fuck. What uh, what is the date for number one hundred? Well, if this is ninety-seven, <laughs> six weeks from now. No. What? Three weeks, uh, three weeks for now? Three weeks from now. Seven, uh, 98, eight, nine. Let's try May 1st. May 1st. Huh. This week is 98. The what? week after it'll be 99, and the week after that's 100. Yeah. Three weeks? Three weeks. May 1st. May 1st. Huh. I wonder uh, if there's anything at all we can do for that. I don't know. I would love to do a live show somewhere, but... Chachi says no. Mm. Thanks, Chachi. We could do a show from Chachi's living room. Nope. We, we could do a show from Chachi's living room. Nope. No? Yeah. Well, I would have to... I might have my car back by then. There you go. There you uh... go. Oh, he's got the couch. There we go. This is me. All right, I'm going to get the wrestling guys in. Thanks, Rob. Yep, I'll see you next week.